<laughs> if the Pistons hey, sincere, in 2003 sincere, we just, went up. We just talking. We, we ain't even really on the – we ain't start the cast. We were just trying to bullshit some time. So whenever you're ready, you ready, You know what I'm saying? You can go to sleep. Right. You can just lay it down. Because, you know what I mean, like you weren't coming back because they was going to keep executing. You know what I'm saying? Like they were going to keep running proper plays to win proper. the game. Yeah. It's like we don't do that. Like we start playing – Scramble ball, dumbass shit. Where you just stand and look at, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Randall. Like what you, Julius gonna... Randall, dribble yeah. the ball away. Oh, turnover! He dribbled it off his feet. Oh, turnover! Oh, miss! Oh, turnover! Oh, miss! Oh, turnover! Oh, turnover! Oh, turnover! Oh, miss! And then on the other end, anybody with two hands and two feet running to the three point line, throwing that bitch up, <laughs> fucking you up, it's fucking you up. And all of a sudden, the twenty three point lead is a fourteen point lead, and then Tom Thibodeau takes a timeout with fourteen points. Instead of letting them niggas figure that shit out. Figure that shit out. Figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, figure it out. You see what's happening. You guys are professional basketball players. You are losing it. What are you going to do? How are you going to attach yourself to that? All right. Y'all ready? Nah, let's go. Yep, yep, yep. Some might say it was only a catch. But pro football hasn't been the same since. The 49er dynasty was officially launched that day, and although the faces have changed over the years, the results have not. The Niners are still on a roll. No one has won more games than San Francisco since then. No one has won more Super Bowls, and the ball keeps on bouncing their way. Soaring out of the darkness and into the spotlight are the new stars of America's team. The tailspin that began over a decade ago hit rock bottom four years ago. Dallas won once. Now they bounce back to within one victory of the Super Bowl. It's deja vu all over again. San Francisco and Dallas, the established champion versus the young upstarts for the championship with a nod to the past and a look to the future. This is Logic Over Everything. We made it here so you can make it through. All right. Let's do what we got to do. And to the victor, go the spoils. The San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys is first on the list tonight. And I have my brother Sincere here. And, you know, since that team was victorious and a record 45.7 million people tuned in for the most ever watched playoff game <laughs> are you serious yep i fucking oh, hate the cow i fucking hate the cow like that's so preposterous yep the, the god that's stupid it, it, it only it only got eclipsed by the 2017 dallas cowboy loss in the divisional round uh but yes those are the two most watched uh playoff games in history we were talking offline, and earlier you said um, Jerry looked like he was sad and turned yeah, off his yeah, radio yeah. show. That's he can, he, was he canceled money. his radio show appearance. That's because he was counting money. That's because <laughs> he was counting money. He was counting money on the boat, nigga. Like I, I felt bad for him. I kind of like felt you for a minute until I realized all the money he made on the other end. <laughs> like I'm not going to work today. I'm going to be on the boat. My team lost. I went again. Please, sincere, give us what you got, cuz. Regarding what? what? What did you feel about the game? How did you feel Regarding about the what? victory? How did you feel about the victory? Did San Francisco take um, that or did Dak lose it for him? Um, 
Honestly, uh, it was both. And, and I tell you why. And I had a discussion with somebody earlier today about this. Mm-hmm. It's one of them games where, yes, we won. Hoorah. Whatever. <laughs> the problem I had with that was it shouldn't even came mm. down to them mm. even getting the last possession. Right. See, this is um, what fan bases is really about when you're really about winning. They it's like, you're had too many, many chances. They, they had too many chances to, to close out chances. the game and they didn't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, as a person who played the game, mm-hmm. I watched the game how I play it. And granted, y'all gentlemen didn't witness me actually playing back in the day, but I could tell I heard you, the stories. I heard the yes, stories. Yes. I heard was you were very, pretty good. Yeah. 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 So, I heard you were pretty good. So with that being said, it's like when you have a team on the ropes, I don't care if they're a triple-A team, double-A, NCO, however <laughs> you want to call it. <laughs> you don't let that team linger. Mm. And, and the last eight minutes of that game was very reminiscent of last year. Uh, now, yeah. the difference between last year and this year, we had a we had a bigger lead, and our quarterback didn't make the mistakes to put the Cowboys in a position to win the game. Right. So it was very reminiscent, and there are a handful of plays that I can point to that really, really irritated my soul. <laughs> um, what, was, what was the most irritating play? Give me the most irritating. Well, well. You you had two, okay, uh, and there there it was it was kind of simultaneously, like almost back to back plays of our So on the Cowboys last drive, well, the last drive before we got the ball back and pretty much gave them a chance to score again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just wasted an entire possession. Dre 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 Greenlaw. Jumped in front of a deck pass that should have went for a pick six. Okay. That would have closed the game mm-hmm. up. That would mm-hmm. Drop that bit. Drop, Drop it. it. Drop it. The cleanest mm-hmm. pick six mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. you can probably think of for a linebacker. He dropped. Now, mm-hmm. granted, like I say, he's a linebacker. But still. And you're not a receiver for a reason. That's one of the many reasons why you don't play that particular position. But still, that game should have been over at that point. Right. Um, the second one was on the last possession. And I I did my research and, you know, I love Eric Armstead. No, that's my guy. But I there's no way that. in hell that he should have been able to get away, that Dak should have been able to get away with him, get away from him in the uh, red zone for a safety, for a clear sack. Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah, was the, yeah. That was, I mean, that's yeah. the cleanest hit that you could get yeah. on the quarterback. Yeah, that was a set. That was a, that was that would have been he as bad as an interception. That would have been let bad. Him, he let him go. Wow. Yeah. Now the reason, that, the, the reason that he let him go was because he didn't want to get a penalty. Them dumbass. Which I understand. Which I understand. I, I, I get it. I get it. But still, that's that's a game closer right there. I understand. I understand so, the, the, the second guessing that goes with it. Man. 
Yeah, so, but my whole thing was he had the ball in his hands. It wasn't like he was even trying to throw the ball. He was running. You can't throw the ball from a running position. Once again, I digress, but this is what I call situational football. And they clearly were were not paying attention to the situation. But anyway, then you get there's two offensive possessions. George Kittle makes a hell of a catch. The greatest catch I've ever seen a tight end make in that position without getting hit. Without getting hit. Somehow he did that and did not get hit. I could not believe my eyes were closed. I was like, oh, he's going to get hit. hit." Right. Exactly. Nothing. Now, now, that, that pass was. 30 a 30-yard pass play, something like yes, that. Yes, it mm-hmm. was a 30. It went for 30, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So that put them on like the what 40 close close. They they was on the Dallas side of the ball. Yeah. And low key he overthrew right. it. How many points did he mm. score on that? How many points did he score on that draft? Did did Robbie Gold end up hitting a hitting a no? I think it was they, a, didn't, get, they didn't get nothing. They didn't get no. the field goal off that? No. Yeah, I think they punted after that. They, they punted. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, Damn, I don't even remember that because that catch was so amazing. See, that's exactly. real fan shit. He knows exactly. shit. That, that catch again, was so amazing, I didn't even think about once it. Once again, wasted opportunity. Yeah, that is true. Oh, right, that's so, a great way to look. I got one more. I got one more. One more. <laughs> so, Elijah Mitchell. Hmm. Mm. five player. Man, yeah. man that's really guy. nice. Really that's nice change from my, McCaffrey, too. Because he's guy. out there trying to get it. I like it. I wonder where he yeah, come from. Yeah, oh, that's, okay. that's my guy. Yeah. Okay, um, now I remember. Now there's a minute, uh, two minutes and twenty some seconds left in the game. Yeah, Dallas has two timeouts, three maybe three, something like that. Now, situational football says, "Hey, all San Francisco needs to do is get a first down. <laughs> get a first down." Oh, my man busts on the sideline. Looking good. Looking good. Mm-hmm. And decided to stay inbounds. And try to go for the touchdown. I want to win the game. Now, 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 hey, I I look, I get it. I understand. But you could have easily fell forward. <laughs> and the still... love that you would have received for making the right play in that moment would have been better than anything that you did after them. It, 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 that makes that. sense to me. If you'd have fell down, the entire team would have lifted you in the air and said, yeah, I didn't know what we're trying to do. That would have, have been ball game. That would have been ball game. Ball game. But ball guess game. what? Guess what? Not only did you get the first down, but then you called two straight running plays <laughs> that didn't go nowhere. Yep. You end up having to punt the ball again. <laughs> so... You done had two straight offensive possessions where you didn't get big plays that resulted in no points. Mm. And you kept the game in reach. Now, once again, they won the game. Right. That's the name of it. But this is the problem that I have. Like I said, and I, I think I done showed y'all some of my plaques in here. When you have a team down, you keep them down. Close the game. You at home. They mean? went. They went with the safe bet. They said, and and this is where I go to that because they had 
that much faith in the defense to close the game out that they didn't even try on offense to end the game. They said we're gonna go ahead and run it. We're gonna go ahead and run these dumbass plays. And that we don't need to run. That we don't need to run. We ain't been able to run a dive play all game. So yeah, we just gonna run this out, let them call the timeouts, and then we're gonna let our defense win. Now, grant granted that plays to your strength. You got the number one defense that's that's on the field right now. I I hey. But once again, you're taking too many chances with other teams. Instead of having that killer instinct. And instead of having that killer instinct and ending the fucking game. All right, so give me a grade then. A through E. How would you grade the 49ers performance? As an overall? As an overall. I you know, because I know if you if you want to include the defense, the defense is an A. But overall, what would you give that game? Hmm. Remember that special teams play before you, I, I, before you give oh, me a grade. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, we ain't even going to talk about that. Because, um, yeah, because that's why, to me, they get a C minus. Okay. Yeah. C minus. Yeah. Nah. And, and it's very justifiable. Yes. I, I, I can go through it again. No, no. Absolutely. absolutely. And, and, add that, and add that fumble to it. Because y'all should have only got three points the second half. Right. That was it. Mm-hmm. Gave y'all three. Gave them. I agree. All right, Logic, how do you see it? I'm going to switch it up. Okay. I'm going to switch it up because I'm not a fan of either one of these teams. Let's talk about how you saw it, Joey G. Okay. You got the San Francisco side. Let's get yeah. the Dallas side. Then I think I could get my side at the end only because it could put both sides together, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, I, I feel like there's a lot of uh, goofy shit in the air at this point, right, in, in, uh, in cowboy land. We have um, an interview with Micah Parsons where he basically, you know, throws up on Dak and the offense, and rightfully so because if I'm a defensive player, yeah, if I'm, the, if I'm a defensive player for Dallas, they played the best game of their season mm-hmm. uh, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas defense showed me the most. All the stuff I have been mm-hmm. bitching about, thinking that they can't stop the run. Hey, they mm-hmm. did a damn good job till they didn't. You know, like at, it, it, when McCaffrey uh-huh. scored that last touchdown, I, you know, you could you could say they they broke. They finally broke. But it, it was over. That, yeah, <laughs> that's a high powered engine they got over there. Samuels oh, yeah. and all the and and they did a great job for yeah, for three and a half quarters. Okay. They did a great job. And that's one of the reasons why the game was so close. Because if you think about the two interceptions that Dak Prescott threw, that should be 14 points on any other team. Why isn't it? Easy. That's true. Easy. You that's know what I'm true. saying? Easy. So so Micah and the boys, they came ready to play. Just like that's just true. like the San Francisco 49ers. Two turnovers and you only lost by seven. <laughs> that's that's it. That's it. So so I think that we need to take a step back and you, and and now the the thing is get Dak out. You know, they the the Dallas Cowboy Twitter today said mm-hmm. it was Dak's fault. Okay. Like so sure they did. the owner that canceled his radio show knows all about what goes out of this of his media outlet. Like he knew that's coming out. It, it, it's it's goofy to me. It doesn't make any sense because if you think about the way Dak Prescott's record is, it's predicated on a running game. What running game did we have against the San Francisco 49ers? Absolutely nothing. Matter of fact, your best chance at a running game left before the second ha- second quarter okay. was, you but know. But you had an additional chance and you didn't even try it. You didn't even try it. You didn't even put any pressure on That's going to be part of my synopsis. You okay. didn't even put any pressure. Like, like nobody even said, well, fuck it. 
let's try it. Like, they're like, nope, nope, nope. He's just going to throw to CD <laughs> for yeah. the rest of the game. And then if that doesn't work, then we're going to blame him. But you see, Shun him, him. The, him. Numbers, the numbers show you that doesn't work. Whenever Dak goes over 25 throws a game, Dallas's record goes down. Why would you need him to throw 25 game, times a game if you have a running back? If you and have you a do, running back. Because you're paid one. Right. You're but we didn't, one. we don't have, so everybody remembers these great running backs, but they don't remember the kind of lines that the Dallas Cowboys have had over the years. That is oh, not yeah, the same. Do. That It's not yeah, the same. If, if they do, do, then you're forgetting the fact that the offensive line is not the same. They don't have the best linemen in football anymore. That's the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, when are you going to start paying attention to everything around it? It's just quarterback, quarterback, get rid of Romo, get rid of Dak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's let's talk about the offensive line that let Troy Aikman Mm -hmm. be great, who was not a great quarterback. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to say it. Troy was not great. 15 touchdowns in his best season. Okay, 15. Who whoever said he was great? No one has ever came out and said that Troy Aikman was great. They said Michael Irvin was great. Alvin Harper said he was great himself. Then he went to the, I think he went to the Saints back when they changed and found out no, that wasn't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. Emmett didn't say anything, but Mm -hmm. Emmett recognized that if I just keep my mouth shut and hit this gap, it's secondary after that. If if Aikman was a great quarterback, then the then the second championship for Dallas would have happened without Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith wasn't signed for the first two games of Dallas season. Dallas went Mm -hmm. 0 2. 0-2 Oh and two yep. until Charles Haley threw his helmet. He needed, he needed, they needed Emmett Smith. They needed the yeah. offensive line. They yeah. didn't Jay need to throw the ball. They needed everything they had. They <laughs> needed everything they had. So, so let's stop the Dak hate. You know, the it, it's not all on Dak. Is he is he the greatest quarterback ever? No, but Dallas hasn't had really one that has has been all time great except for Roger Stallback, who had to work. You know, right? You know, some like, white guy. The, is it, it it's goofy to think that this is all on the quarterback uh the circus that's ensuing you know how can you even it's like like we talked about with uh with Randall and 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 the NBA like how can you talk about a guy and then expect him to come back and play for you again you you're playing on the most yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the richest franchise and now we're throwing up on him now Michael Parsons yeah. the star player for the defense that's so, such so a cowboys thing to do it it's all cowboyism it's all Jerry Jonesism, but at the same time, let me put this in perspective, and then I will I will pass it to you, Logic. Forty five point seven million people watched a divisional playoff game that only that only is second to the forty eight million that watched Dallas lose in twenty seventeen to the Green Bay Packers. Right, the highest you know the highest level of Super Bowl has has had fifty one million people watch it. That's Super Bowl. Had 51 right. million. A divisional right. playoff game with right. two Dallas losses has right. the most watched NFL right. playoff in history. And Jerry's somewhere on a boat with two strippers and a whole bunch of Viagra. Like, if I could have just got that motherfucker to the Eagles. Because <laughs> if I could have got him to the Eagles, that shit would have been 80,000 million. Records, right? I would have <laughs> broke people televisions. People televisions wouldn't even be, this, whatever channel showing this shit wouldn't even been able to do. See, we don't even have a capability. I so, like what both of you gentlemen said. Go ahead, man. I like what both of you gentlemen said. This is what I want to say. And I'm hoping that we have enough time to just kind of chime in on the other games that took place because, you know, other teams played as well. And that, <laughs> that's important because, you know, it's nice to watch multiple games and talk about that. But 
what I saw from this game, and I think I might have referenced it earlier when my brother Sincere was talking, but I know I was talking to Joey G offline about it. I've always been, and I love it when I'm right. I love it when I see it and I say something, and everybody says, Logic, Logic, why the fuck would you say that? You, you're a hitter, you're this, okay. And you keep saying it, and then it kind of comes around, and then all of a sudden people are looking at it like, oh, yeah. This quarterback thing is out of control. This quarterback thing is out of control. It's just, it's getting to the point where I turned on the television and they said Brock Purdy is better than Dak Prescott. And I turned that shit back off. I turned it back off. You just heard a San Francisco fan explain to you why the team didn't even really do everything they were supposed to do. I was at work today, so I decided I was going to do this podcast. I perused some numbers. I got some numbers I wrote on a piece of paper. I got a lot of numbers I kept in my head. This is one of the numbers that I remember. Ezekiel Elliott, 26 yards. <laughs> in a 12 to 19 game. That's where your run game need to be at. Like, that's, that, like this was obviously one of them games where they needed you. That would have helped. If you want to shit on that, you can shit on that. That's fine. I don't give a fuck about that. Shit on that. Please, keep, trade him to the Jets. I'll take that. Please. We ain't never had a Dak. Like, we've got a whole bunch of dudes. We ain't never had a Dak. Throw one over there. Let's see how that works out. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is the argumentative side of the nature of football, the ESPN of it all, the Stephen A. Smith, and, and all of this, is turning it into something that is not what it is. What my brother Sincere said was real football shit. When you're beating a team, or you have a team who, before the game came out, some big nigga was like standing around Brett Maher, Maher or whatever, however you say his name, like yeah. screaming in his ear, like, bitch, you ain't shit. And then they left him. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like this was already like on some punk shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like the energy was there. If you got him by the throat, get him and keep him there. Don't, don't let him up. Don't waste drives and don't waste intention. Get it going. But then at the same time, you saw that between shit. If I remember correctly, Christian McCaffrey didn't run the football more than 12 times. I think they had him in, like, what? Because I think he might have rolled something or they felt like his hammy was fucked. You know, he has an injury record. So at some point around the second quarter, I believe, they started only putting him in the third down. Yeah, he, he got he, he was getting muscle tightness. Yeah, yeah, okay. And they said, oh, and somehow the Dallas organization didn't notice that. <laughs> mm. what I'm saying is to me sometimes you say this quarterback is better than this quarterback and if you watch the entirety of the football game and not the talking heads on TV what you see throughout the football game is somebody's plan of attack with the personnel that they have is better than the other guy and that's what I saw I saw Dallas's plan of attack wasn't really that good it just wasn't good now we're going to put all of this on, on what's your, the other running back do now we're going to make it like if he was a lot, then that would have, you know, no, oh, yeah, no I don't think yeah. so. Pollard. And I think it would have been helpful. I think right. it would have been helpful. I but I think if you different. have a run, I don't think it would have made a difference because if you wasn't going to run the football, you weren't going to run the football. If he was going to make it about that, he was going to make it about that. That's what that was going to be. That's what this is. That's what the problem is, is this organization, this team decided that this was going to be the moment for this quarterback to prove something to everyone else. And San Francisco came and said, well, what we're going to do is let our defense prove something to everybody else. And you, you see how that worked. And mm. so to me, you know, how many people are talking about Brock Purdy on TV right now? Nobody, because this game wasn't that great. 
He didn't have the greatest game in the world. He just didn't make no major mistakes like that because he don't got to do stupid shit. Because right. ain't nobody on his back like you got to do something stupid right now to make this happen. No, nah, I can hand the ball off to Christian fucking McCaffrey or Debo. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got options. And it seems like the play calling leads me to believe that we're not trying to put anything on you that you don't need to have put on you. And it seems like when Dak comes in here, we start saying, here's the ball, Dak. Make it happen. And then if you don't make it happen, I mean, CD had what? 111 110 yards? yards, yeah. 110. Yeah, he Wait, did his motherfucking what? thing. He, he had a catch, what? I think it was the third quarter. He had a catch with oh, a pass yeah. interference on it. Yeah. That was one of the most beautiful catches I've ever seen. Not because it was nice, but because it looked incredibly difficult. Like, it looked incredible. And he was, like, spinning on some fucking and he bison it. shit. Like, he, yeah. and he caught that's, it with his hands. That that, no, it should have. No, it should have. No, it should have. Yeah, you no, better stop should've. before before uh, Sincere goes to a D. <laughs> no, no, no. It no, should no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm being I know what you're saying, like, Sincere. Be realistic. It was, it was, Where it was, else was they going to go with the football? Nobody else on the team had more than three catches. They weren't even going nowhere. I don't have a problem with the catch. The catch was a great catch. Oh, that but was a beautiful if you, catch. But if you look at the mm-hmm. line mm-hmm. where he should have been sacked on that play. Yeah. But yeah. he miraculously yeah. got out of it. Yeah. And hummed the damn ball. And then nah. well, it actually threw the ball short on top of yeah. that. Yeah, it was short. And then, and, and that's then, why he had to do all that spinning extra shit. Right. Go get so that it, shit. So it's one of them things where it's like, okay. It's like he slowed up. They bumped into go. each other. Then he extended it. You know what I mean? Like, But he did it yes, so exactly. quickly. It's like he bumped into him because he had to slow one down one. to recorrect for the catch. Then spun and caught it with only his hands. His hands, yeah. And yeah. came down to Straight the out. Yeah. Straight out. Yeah. Tried to do it again, but the Fred, what's his name, dude was like, nah, you're not doing that shit on me. Well, yeah, yeah. Tried yeah, to do that shit yeah, again. Yeah, he tried Fred, to do that Fred shit again. Different, Fred nah, Fred said, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, in that moment, right the weirdest thing is I mm-hmm. saw the play, and I was like, damn, that was good defense. Yeah. And it occurred to me, that nigga's a linebacker. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was good defense. You know, like, you know, right there. But the funniest thing about it? Yeah. It, it, the ball still hit the receiver in the hands, though. Oh, no, he just dropped that one. He just dropped yeah. that one. Yeah. That was as good defense as you could play yeah. on somebody who could do that. All yeah. I'm saying is you was there. Mm-hmm. Like, you was there. Like, you was draped mm-hmm. over him. You made it as difficult as you could without putting your hands on him. Just to wrap it up on this game, man. Just yeah. to wrap it up for both of you fellas, I, I just – I hope that both of you understand what I'm trying to say as a football fan but not a fan of either one of these organizations. It was an enjoyable game to watch except for the fact that it's such a Cowboy-centric thing. Like it, it just it makes me mad because it puts the Cowboys in a bad <laughs> position. Right. It's like the worst position. Like nobody, like Las Vegas. Yeah, I said San Francisco was going to win that game. Right. So all last week, nobody said anything about Las Vegas. They just didn't say anything. It was just like we're not going to talk about that because we got to add this. We got to make you the, believe the Cowboys, Cowboys can win the Super Bowl. Yes, absolutely. If that Mike Irvin on TV, like this was for that opportunity mm-hmm. for me to kind of, you know, because you saw what he did to 67-year-old Tom Brady and, like, a whole bunch of nobodies that can't stand Tom Brady and don't want to live in Tampa anymore. And blah, 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 blah. It's just so much overreaction. It, it's just, it's wildly overreacted. And it goes back to, in my opinion, attention to detail and understanding what the plan is. And I feel like San Francisco fans will say, 
you should have had a better plan than this. I expected a better plan than this. I've seen better planning than this. I feel like we could have did a little bit more than this. You give a little credit to the defense. You say, okay, fine. It might have been that the plan was just to not make any major mistakes on offense or overextend ourselves and let the defense get it done. Mm. I don't like that plan, but okay, fine. That's what you did. Dallas's plan was Dak, here's the football, win the entire game. And then the defense was like, we'll give you the ball. And then he was like, uh, uh, I don't really want it. And not really, I don't want it. But I mean, you know, you, you guys did take my number one receiver at the beginning of the season. So, you know, that would have been fucking helpful. But anyway, <laughs> can we talk about the other three games real quick? Yes, we can. In the, in the shortest blurb in, I think, this podcast, we're going to talk Eagles-Giants real quick. And real I'm just going to begin about what, something that both of y'all said. You know, because you, you asked me why Eagles made soup of the Giants, and I'll tell you this. Their quarterback only had to throw under he under he first of all he only threw twenty four times total times right, but his rushing game. There you go. They, they did almost three hundred yards on the ground. Yep. With three yep. touchdowns on the yep. ground. Yep. Miles had like eighty nine. Somebody else had like a hundred two. And then yep. Gainwell, Kenneth Gainwell had one hundred twelve. Who I do not. Who the fuck? Who the fuck? Like he was killing. He was killing. He was killing. He was killing. <laughs> and somebody, okay, but here's the key. But here's the key, though. But here's yes. the key, though. Yes. Not to cut you off, but here's the key, though. No, no, no. Go ahead. Who's the best in, the the best running back in that game against the Giants and the Eagles? Saquon Barkley. Barkley. Yeah, yeah. How many rushes did he have? Saquon had nine carries for sixty-one yards. What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? What? what the fuck? No, say that shit again. Say it again publicly. Nine Joey carries Hill. and 69. The motherfucker that got you to the game. And he get nine motherfucking carries? Well, this is what I'm talking about, about this quarterback shit. Please help me, Sincere. Like, we're going to make Danny Dimes into the greatest quarterback in the world they, in they, front of you. What are you doing? They were they were behind twenty one to nothing before they could think. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like the, the like the game the game putting the, the the game. I understand what you're saying you, before you could break win. Okay? I can understand what you're saying. I the can understand what you're saying. So, I did the math. I did the math. I did the math. I did the time. I did the math. Yeah. I didn't even say Quan the ball anyway because the game was already over because I mean, he wasn't supposed to fucking be there. You, you wasn't supposed to be there. But so, all like, you let's been doing is pretty much helping. You just okay. pretty much would have been helping the game okay. a lot earlier than oh, it was. Okay, and that would have been great for Danny Don because, like, yeah. preventing the game from ending earlier didn't help him. Much, did it? They didn't. It didn't make us feel better about him. It, it didn't make nobody feel better about nobody on the New York side. Okay. That, that was that a rough because that was a it was a monstrosity. <laughs> no, they just shouldn't have been there. It's okay. They just shouldn't have been there. They just shouldn't have been there. It's just a testament to what's going on in the NFC. Well, I put it to you this way: I'm not gonna say that they shouldn't have been there. They should have, yeah. but but at the same rate, I don't think they understood the moment. I think that they didn't they didn't have that Jacksonville swag going into the game. Like, nah. they didn't, they didn't nah, because believe. Danny Dimes ain't Trevor Lawrence, and their coach ain't the coach. And, 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 no. and, and I think that's where 
I mean, man, yeah. Dayball did a hell of a job to get them yeah, to where he did. Exactly. He did. He did. I just think but that the they... Vikings should have beat them niggas. And the only reason the Vikings <laughs> didn't beat them look, niggas is because the Vikings is look. the Vikings, and it's the weirdest <laughs> no, shit no, in the world. It, it's not the Vikings. It's Kirk Cousins. Look, stop. It can't be. I said it the week before that game. You're going to make me get drunk. I asked you, what time was the game? It was a prime time game. It was I a four thirty game. And, no, everybody said, was watching him. Yeah, and I said, "Watch Kirk Cousins do what Kirk Cousins do. He gonna give you the numbers, Woo. but when it comes down to winning the game, he's not going to come through." And that's exactly what happened. He did it in Washington for his whole career. Every Sunday, how about yeah. that? How about that? Take that. Take that. Well, won't you take some? Mm. Well, that's crazy. I digress. I oh, no, you no, saying, no. You saying, nah, you saying, you saying Ooh. my man is, is, is the James Harden of football. Wow. Just like, I'm going to give you the numbers. <laughs> the numbers going to look great. Look, look at this. The stat. stats going to look great. Look, look, exactly. But the wins but, ain't going to happen. But the wins ain't going to happen. Look at his wins compared to one o'clock games versus yeah. any night games. Yep. Mm-hmm. Any night game. You mm-hmm. can throw Monday mm-hmm. night, Thursday night, mm-hmm. hey, Saturday night. When Saturday he's the night in a different country. Saturday night in a different country, and they can't get it done. <sighs> Don't come. Right. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out. I'm just throwing that out. No, 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 no problem. I felt like the Giants overachieved, and if I was a Giants fan, I wouldn't be mad that we lost to the Eagles. I say we overachieved. We, we didn't have nothing. We didn't have a running back for half the season. We didn't have a quarterback for most of it until we found out that we actually did. Who's their number one wide receiver? You don't know. Yeah, I don't know who they throw. I don't know who Somebody from Detroit? Somebody from Detroit? What, Sterling Shepard? I don't even think he played in that game. He probably hurt. Yeah, I don't know. That's the only guy I can think of, Sterling Shepard. I don't pay those people no mind. But anyway. With Marvin Jones, like who? Who? I, I, I do, I do think they, they, they definitely uh, overachieved. They overachieved, and I think that's a great season. So I'm not trying to say nothing negative. No, no. clap it up. I'm saying that Shout if the Vikings weren't the Vikings, that would have been a different game to watch. And I'm not sure that that would have went any differently, but like it would have been a different game to watch. I'm still kind of upset with the Vikings because really? that was a game that, you were supposed to win. If that was a one Why did you lose game, that? Kirk Cousin would have did. Kurt would have done it. Kurt would have had no pressure on you him. You got Justin it. Jefferson. You got Justin uh, Jefferson. You got the best wide receiver a yeah. quarterback can have <laughs> on any team at any time, anywhere, at any time, day or night, <laughs> weekend, holiday, you, you, you got, King, you got a running back too. Easter. You got, you got a running too. back. You got you a gotta, decent you, line. You, it's not you, the you best line in the world, but it's Dalvin fucking Cook. He, he so, got, like, how got, good do it need to be? That everybody else got. He got two wide receivers. He got a tight end. He got a running and back. And you're playing the Giants. And you're playing the Giants. You're not playing the San Francisco 49ers. You're playing the Giants. I'm glad they didn't play us because we would have beat the shit out of them. Oh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay, but anyway, that's just an aside. What I'm that's, saying is just, like I did some looking at the numbers. And what I thought was that the Giants over like they weren't supposed to be there. When I say they're not supposed to be there, I'm not saying they're not good enough. I'm saying the talent level, the team as a whole just wasn't where the Eagles is at. And they never was. Like it's not no surprise that they wasn't connected. They should never have beat the wild card motherfucking Vikings. That's why it's the wild card. You're not supposed to win that shit. That's your opportunity. 
Mm. But realistically, you're not supposed to get that. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Well, look, let's move on to two teams that are let's supposed move to be on there, to right? And and you guys continue to be right. Let's talk about this running back situation as we I'm oh, just gonna man. point out the I know where you're backs. about to go. So, I know where you're about to go. So mm, the mm, Buffalo mm. Bills versus oh, my God. Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. Mm. Josh Allen threw 42 times. Now, Sincere warned us about Kirk Cousins, but I think Logic has done a good job all season about telling you Josh Allen doing Josh Allen things. Josh and they Allen keep thinks. putting and they keep putting that pressure on him because they had uh, Singletary ran the ball six times for 24 yards. And James you know who led that team in running back? <laughs> you know who was their leading running back? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. He carries for 26 and, yards. But and a touchdown. And a touchdown. Yeah. And a touchdown. That's what he's been doing. And a touchdown. That's so. the white Cam Newton. And that shit is sad to watch. That's <laughs> white the white Cam, Cam Newton. We're just going to turn you into the entire offense and then blame you if it don't work. Same thing I said about that. And that's and, what I'm, I'm – we're going to – No, gonna no, and, and to continue your thing, because they said this was a – again, they went to the quarterbacks and said Joe Burrow did so great. Joe Burrow – Okay, had, Joe Burrow threw the exact same amount. Joe, the, he threw 36 passes less. himself. And, but Joe Mixon – Joe Mixon ran the ball 20 times for 105 yards. 105 yards. Yeah, and, yeah, then the yeah, back up guy, and then the backup guy. And then the backup guy. And then the backup kid. What's his name? Um, Samaje Piran. Oh, yeah. Pernin. Uh, yeah, he yeah. had like 55. Yeah. He had like 55. That's <laughs> That to me, and I'm going to let you go sincere, so I don't, I don't want to jump in and be too loud about it. But I really, actually, if you can tell, I really sat down with this in mathematics, and, and I really wanted to be accurate about this. Because I was feeling like something was weird about these games that I watched. Mm-hmm. That was a game in the fucking snow mm-hmm. in Buffalo. Yeah. Who the fuck don't run <laughs> in the snow? And why wouldn't you do that? Like, what makes you think you don't have to do that? Oh, why do you think you the team that don't have to do that? Because somehow Cincinnati and Ohio came to Buffalo and decided <laughs> that's what we're going to do immediately. Like, I don't know what the fuck y'all talk about. Mm-mm. We're well, gonna set up everything off the run. Well, We're gonna go first, off the run. Well, if you watch that game, I did. I, I'm gonna tell you where the game was won. The okay. game was won on the front line. Oh, the backup offensive line that wasn't even supposed to be good. Cincinnati dominated on the front line. They weren't supposed to be good and defensive. They weren't supposed and, to be good in those type of conditions. That's where you win the game at, and that's what yep. they did. Yep. They they, yep. they protected Joe Burrow. Like, yeah. like he was a million bucks, which he is. I think, I think Samaji P. Ron joint, his yard, his average yards per carry was like 5.3. Yeah. That's what and I'm he saying. was the backup when, dude. It's just, yeah, that's the push. That's that upfront push. Like, every time I'm running it. And then once they got the, the – that game was over. Once they went up 17-7, that game was over. Yep, yep. They, they dog walked Buffalo the rest of the way. And just, but they literally, like you said, cause they dog walked them. They literally yeah. dragged them niggas and had yeah. fun doing it on some real old school football shit. Like we're just gonna. What, what'd your man say? Did y'all see the interview with um, Beast Mode? And he was talking about the thing. He was like, I know, you know. And he talked like with the old and shit. I, you know, I'm thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody told me. You know what I mean? Like you know, if you just, you know what I'm saying? Just. Banging into somebody's shit over and 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 over. Niggas just don't want that. 
Yeah. No. So what are you saying? Like you have to try real hard? No, no. Run over a motherfucker face. Like that's what they did. Like they ran over their face. Like they just was. Uh, we're just doing it straight up the middle. Like we're not doing no no, no. sweeps. No. 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 And here it is. You got Stefan Diggs running go routes for no reason in the snow. For no reason in the snow and for no reason can't get the ball for no reason. For no reason, you explain to me how your man threw the ball 46 times, we said? Yeah, 42, 42. And I think he threw to Stefan Diggs like five. Four. Who the fuck else did you throw it to? Four times. Who the fuck else did you throw it to? Uh, if you awesome. threw it 46 times, who were you throwing it to? Because <laughs> the math don't make sense to me. Because if you add up all the wide receivers, the number ain't 46. Like, where does the other ones go? Like, what do you do? Josh Allen was doing Josh Allen things because of that pressure, I believe. There's a lot of pressure in that room. And they were at home. And that's supposed to be the style of game that they are built to win. Mm-hmm. And they wasn't built to win it. Like, they just they well, didn't defend no. anything. They didn't no. defend anything. They didn't. They did that's not, not do a that's, job that's defending. It was supposed to be to a certain degree. And I know that they lost Von Miller. So, like, that really hurt. No. But at home, in the snow, you're Buffalo. That's supposed to be. And maybe they're, that's they're it. Maybe, maybe we keep looking at them differently than they are. Maybe maybe I look yeah. at them differently. Let me talk about myself. That's Buffalo. I always think of Buffalo football teams as gritty and grimy and monstrous and heavy and strong mm-hmm. and, like, dumb. Like, kind of like not finesse. Like, just no type of breeding and nothing. Like, just I'm out here just doing whatever I want. And maybe that's not what happened. But in the snow, I assume... Buffalo was at home in the fucking snow. You play in the snow more than anybody else playing the snow. I figured this is the one where they would do it. And they couldn't do it. And they got beat by sister. And they got manhand. Man. You got you gotta look at it like this. They played <laughs> they played the Miami Dolphins in the sun and barely beat them with a third string quarterback. Facts. They facts. The, I heard somebody else say that. Their last four games of the season, they were out of sync. They were not that well-oiled Buffalo machine. Josh Allen doing hurdles on people, running people. Yeah, they weren't confident. They weren't confident. No. No. There was no confidence. And it showed. Mm. That's a fact. They they went from a a plow machine to let's let's try to finesse this out. They got happy with Gabe, uh, Gabe Davis. Catching 180 yard bombs and and touchdowns and stuff, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, you know hitting mm-hmm. Stefan whatever over the middle mm-hmm. and stuff. They got mm-hmm. happy with that. Mm. They, As they most forgot, people they, would. They forgot. They forgot Buffalo fundamentals. Mm. So what you saying? So mm-hmm. what I'm saying? AFC Cowboys. You saying AFC Cowboys? Ooh, damn. Go on, man. Well, you well, saying AFC no. Cowboys? No, not 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 you necessarily. Forgot, you forgot the bread and butter. Not, not, the bread not, and not, not necessarily, because okay. I mean Dallas. Dallas do what Dallas do. Yeah, that's um, true. So, and we expected that from Dallas. We didn't expect this from Buffalo. No, I've been talking about Buffalo all year, and I thought that they were ready. I thought they proved something. <laughs> we took something from the loss against Kansas City last year, and we said, okay, well. If Kansas City is this, then this is this. Because that's what we do. We keep overreacting to the things that we see right. to set up the next season so that we have something to talk about until the season happens. So that, you know, there's like this fervor 
in the middle of the off season about what shit will look like until you see what shit looks like and then you readjust. But at all times, you jump out of all the available windows. If you see a window, you just jump the fuck out of that shit. Lamar Jackson is an MVP. Okay, Lamar Jackson is the worst quarterback. You just jump out the window wherever the fuck you see. You just jump out. Mm. And then you continue to do so. And I think we try not to do that. I think we're trying here, right, to do that. I, what I you're saying makes perfect sense to me. It makes perfect yeah, sense. I, I just looked at that game as you had you had a team that came in with all with expectations. They had all with expectations, all expectations to do this and do that. Mm-hmm. And but no they plan. What the was other the team plan? Came in, the other mm-hmm. team came in and they said, "Well, you know what? We're gonna do pretty much what we're gonna do." Before Demar Hamlin got hurt, because y'all couldn't stop us before he got hurt, mm. so we just going to implement that same philosophy, and we're going to do it in the snow. Sincere, and, yeah. my brother, what you saying is something that I understand. Played a little basketball. I was not as good at basketball as you was good at football, but I played mm-hmm. enough to understand this. You can have all the plans in the world on a basketball court. You can have five mm-hmm. guys on your side. They can have four guys on their side, and then somebody could blow the whistle, do it like a substitution. And LeBron James could come out. And then whatever plan you had no longer matters. And it doesn't mean that your plan wasn't smart. It doesn't mean that it didn't make sense. It didn't mean that it wasn't ethical. There's a way that one person on a basketball court can overcome all plans. You could just overcome that with your level of talent and your ability. You drop a Tracy McGrady in the middle of this motherfucker and shit go haywire. Because there's a level of talent here that's different. I've never really felt that too much. On a football field, you know, you had the Barry Sanders here and there. You had a Randy Moss here and there. You know, there's been time. But mm-hmm. for the most part, you look back at these games and you see that it's almost like a boxing match. It's almost like a fight. It's like two guys come out to fight. And you see which guy prepared properly and which guy did not. And that's what I saw with Cincinnati. They were prepared. They knew exactly what they were going to do. This is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We're going to run, 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 set up the run. Get some easy pass to one of the greatest wide receivers in the league right now, who's also, I don't know, 16 years old. He's going to get a touchdown. Then the next touchdown we're going to get is a fake where we do a diversion with that nigga. He go the other way. Then some random white person, Aiden Hurst, go to, okay, let me get that. Thank you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we just, because it's in the snow, you can't even make these motherfuckers out. But, you know, right. It was they a lot. But the thing they was, they had a plan. Their plan was a continuation off yeah. of that Monday night. Yeah. I know. I agree to that. I agree to that. And I think that's a because level they, that people aren't they, comfortable with. And that's what made them so confident and comfortable. Right. They ran, they was running the plays that Monday night and they was moving the ball very effectively. Yeah. And when they came into this game, they said, hmm, okay, <laughs> we've seen this before. Okay, cool. So yeah, we we going to stick with the same game plan we had that day. Right. Where Buffalo was like, okay, we got to figure out what we're going to do. And okay. they never figured out what to do. <laughs> but it was in the snow, bro. But it was in the snow. And you know, you know the, the narrative is now any adjustment. Cincinnati, Cincinnati's uniforms were the thing that confused the Buffalo Bills. That's what they put Probably out. Probably did. They said because of the snow and, and Cincinnati just uh, wore white, it confused the Buffalo Bills defense. Probably did. That's crazy. Well, well that that how that's how I look because when the line when the ball was high, it looked like they just stood up and said, Damn, who's in front of me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. I would think it was I would think it was the blue jerseys because I saw Stephon Diggs waving his fan his hands in front of his quarterback on the sidelines and he didn't see him. 
in the last game of the, uh, of the weekend, we got the uh, Jaguars and the Chiefs. And, you know, hell of a season for the Jaguars. Hell of a season for Trevor Lawrence. Over, over, yeah, over you know, accomplished. They over accomplished. Got right. a lot to build on. Got a right. lot to build on. Right. And, and you know what? Unpopular opinion, I think they could have won this game. I think it they should have won this game. They should have. They should have. That was the one to win. Okay, but they you, shot you, their you, in the foot. If, yeah, as what most tra- young Trevor people, just throwing that interception to... took, mm-hmm. took the air out. Took the air and there was out. a fumble in there somewhere. And the, yeah, that yeah, fumble. That, yeah, that, that fumble hurt the most. That, you, that, yeah. you can't keep turning the ball over. You can't keep turning the ball over. You can't. They only won that game by seven points. Let's don't get it twisted. Like it was closer than people think. It was close. They had an opportunity. Yeah. They had an opportunity. And, and they got the only thing you can win. I was going to say the same thing. You got the only thing you can hope to get. And I'm not trying to wish anything on anybody like that. But if you're on the other side of the football trying to win a game. You want Chad Henney. You don't want him to get hurt, but you want him to be hurt. Like, I, I don't want to hurt him, but I want him to be hurt right now while I play him. So mm. they had that opportunity and it did not work. Man, Chad Henney still scored a touchdown. Though. I was going to say, Chad Henney came in the game and scored a touchdown. You know, we could have used that. I remember uh, earlier in the season, <laughs> uh, uh, Mike White came, went out for, for, for like, a couple plays because his ribs were fucked up. And, and during that, they brought in who? Who they? Who Joe they Flacco. They brought in Flacco. Joe Flacco. And he, he managed to throw an interception. Two plays later. Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately, and then Mike White came back out and broke the other one. Like, fuck that, fuck that. I'm not gonna sit here and watch this. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll just break the other one. But the key uh. to it, the key to it again, the key to it again. The Pacheco kid had 98 rushing yards, which helped. Yeah, yeah. Having the option of running the football helps. I think we oh, live in a time where the league tries to tell you the muckety mucks and the Ti 80 superheroes that's out there on every team screaming about. You know, verps and borts and whoops and mops. They, you know, they want to talk about the aerial attack and things like that. But it's nice when you can fall back on some running. It, 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 if you only got one foot, it helps. I think that helps to be able to <laughs> hand the ball to somebody else and let somebody else do something real quick. So I can, like, kind of lean on this other foot a little bit right. and get right. And then also, and then to see, I'm going to see what you think, but I guess we just have to admit that their tight end is the best tight end in football. Travis Kelsey. However you want to pronounce this shit, because you call his brother Kels, but you call him Travis Kelsey. I don't know. Whatever. I, I think he's the best. <laughs> he's the best. He's the best. Or at least he is the best quarterback going to him, I guess. Maybe that's it. Mm. But I, I, I would say he's the best based upon the system that he's in. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. Mm. And I don't take nothing away from him, because he's, he's a bad dude. But yeah. in a situation where we saw C.D. Lane get the yards he got and be isolated in the way that he was isolated and understand that that team's idea was my quarterback was just going to continuously throw to this one person and that was going to win the game and it did not. And then I saw another team say, well, we're going to throw to Kelsey and that's it. And they won. <laughs> the only thing I could take away from it was it was great that they ran too. That's it. That's all I did. That's the math that I did in my head. Yes. Kelsey caught 14 balls, just to be clear. I, I, think if, I think if Jacksonville defense was a little more Ten serious, in the first half. Ten in the first I think, half. I think it would have been a little different. I think they, they may have got overwhelmed a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. The bigness, uh-huh. the reality of the Because like I said, some of the passes that Patrick Mahomes made in that game off the wrong foot, wrong, you know, that those some of those plays don't happen. If you if you dealing with like a Camille Mack or Joey Joey Bosa or something. Like say if they would have played this if they would have played the Chargers and he was compromised like that. That's a different story. True. Maybe. So I don't know. We're talking about the Chargers. I don't know. Well, I'm, <laughs> that's I'm another saying, story. I'm we can saying, talk about that I'm, too. We put it to you this way. The Chargers Achilles heel sometimes is their own offense. You got the head coach doing the offensive plays and the defensive plays. Sometimes I think that motherfucker get confused on what he's doing yeah. if, if he's on offense or he's on defense. I agree, because it can't be that fucking hard. It can't be that hard. You got the quarterback you want it. You got the running back you want it, and you have a wide receiver yeah. that's capable. It can't be that yeah. hard. So, so I, I think he's probably looking at the defensive sheet when they on offense, and uh, the, you know the quarterback <laughs> is like, man, what the fuck? You got Eckler trying to block. Like Eckler's like, I got blocked. Like, no, no, yeah. I'm not, no, 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 no. no I'm not trying to tackle you, the quarterback. That's my quarterback. He has the you're ball. Doing a, you, you're about? doing a five and out. Come on, son. What are you doing? But but uh, but like I said, J- Jacksonville they showed a lot of promise. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, for for a young team, for man, a young so. team, because they they was they they was expected to leave. Kansas City was expected to win by at least fourteen. Um, now saying yeah. that Mahomes was didn't get hurt, that could have happened. But at the same rate, you know, Jacksonville showed a lot of moxie because they was you know they they was the cardiac kids. They they was down, but they wasn't out until I think you know. I think so. their offense with Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence. Yeah, I think their offense really showed me something a whole year, and then their defense stepped up in a lot of ways that I don't think anybody expected their defense to set up. So that was like another situation where you saw a team kind of supersede what you thought they was going to do. So going forward, if you're a Jacksonville fan, you shouldn't take that loss any type of way. No, you, that, that, I that's felt a, like you could have won it, but you didn't win that one. Okay, that's okay. a respectable. That's a that's what you call a respectable loss. Yeah, yeah, that that's was a learning. That's learning curve. That's a that's, mm-hmm. you, you you got your knuckles tapped a little bit with the ruler. because okay. yeah, like I okay, said, if if because okay. you had Trevor Lawrence threw a bomb to Kurt, he dropped it. If he would have caught that, there's no telling where that game could have went. First thing, mm-hmm. Kurt got the double what got. We lost that. Well, like I said, they are work in progress. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, free agency come. Who knows? But it's they... progressing from no playoffs, right? Exactly. To that round of the play, like, okay. All right. And then you playing in, and, and then you playing in a shitty ass division. So that helps. You're coming back next year. Yeah, you're coming back next yeah. year. We'll be right back. So, so yeah. next year, I, you should, I, I want to say something positive for the other team. You know what I mean? Like the teams that didn't win. I think there's some positives that you could take away. If you are Jacksonville, Jack, we're talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars, bro. Like this is this is good. Like this is good. This is positive movement. Great season. This is great season. Great season. Great season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you, All right, guys, look, lost look, to the I, best I, quarterback I, on one leg. I, I want to wrap it up with with your picks for the uh, NFC and AFC championship games uh, this weekend. Um, and sincere, I'm gonna start with you and and, and your game that you're gonna be paying special attention to. The San Francisco 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, all I want to know is do you think that wh- which team do you think will win? Of course, you San Francisco, but why? Whoever whoever controls the line of scrimmage, that's who's gonna win this game. They are they're Ooh. both very evenly matched teams. Mm-hmm. Both neither one of them turn the ball over over like that. 
Um, you got the number one and number two ranked defenses playing against each other. So I'm not expecting I'm I'm expecting the game probably be like a low sixteen to twenty type game. Mm. But like I said, whoever whoever controls the line of scrimmage is gonna win the game. Well said. Logic, how do you see it? San Francisco Eagles. I can see the Eagles winning it. Mm-hmm. But I think what the Eagles are gonna have to do is what the Cowboys were trying to do, which again is my thing. You do have Brock Purdy back there. You got to make that kid think differently about what's going on over and second guess some things. And he definitely did that against Dallas. They just didn't take advantage of it on the offensive end. So you, I'm thinking the Eagles got to do that. For the 49ers, they just got to stay the course and let their offense run the way it runs and let their defense play the way it's been playing. So if you just keep the ball, that's what you do. It seems like it would be easier to pick San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's 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 a toss up for me too. Um, I'm gonna have fun watching it. You know, I, yeah. I always go down the middle when it's not the Cowboys. Um, and even you know, even sometimes when it is the Cowboys, because you never know what the the emotions are going into a game like that. You know, uh, San Francisco's on the road in this one, right? He's they're going to Philadelphia. Um, that's a hard place to win. <laughs> so uh, I, you know, I, I don't I don't know what it's hitting for. I know that San Francisco could win the game. I also know that Philly is more than capable. Um, no. And and I think I think uh, sincere summed it up perfectly. Like whoever controls that line of scrimmage, you know, if Jalen gets off to a running start, that game is going to get lopsided. But the same thing can be said about McCaffrey if he has success between the tackles and is is breaking off those yeah. big chunks of yardage, they can't slow that down. It only gets worse as the game goes on. Yeah, that dude is really a problem. The other thing to keep your eyes on is to remember that um. What's his name? AJ Brown. Yeah. AJ Brown was looking a little bit hurt this week, and so it was like Devontae doing his thing, and so it's just going to be interesting to see how that works out offensively for them because there are some injuries offensively on some players that are important. So it's just going to be interesting to see yeah, what San Francisco does to exploit that. All right, let's switch mode. Um, Cincinnati, Kansas City. Sincere, how do you see that game? Ah. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a rough one, too. Uh, <laughs> I want Cincinnati to win. Okay. Um, Can I ask you why? I don't like Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I, I, that that dude, uh, he, he's been uh. a thorn in my side <laughs> for, for a couple years now. Um, I understand, and, and he seems to have the only cheat to make the Forty Nine er defense look less than stellar. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he, he eats that defense up. I, he I can do some God, shit I, that they don't I, like. He can yeah, do some shit they yeah, don't like. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It, it, it's you know we beat Joe Burrow, so I feel more yeah. comfortable playing the Bengals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I honestly, I think the way this game is going to go. He, it's going to be a second half game, and, and and I say this because Kansas City has been known to jump out on Cincinnati, but for some reason, when it comes to the second half, they forget how to play football. So they're going to have to show up in the second half. Right. Whoever shows up in the second half of that game is going to win. Well said again. All right, Logic. How do you see it? Cincinnati, Kansas City. If I remember correctly, um, we don't necessarily know what Mahomes is going to look like coming out. And if I remember correctly, Joe Cool 
who I'm quickly becoming annoyed with. Like I was annoyed with this motherfucker in college. I'm annoyed with him now. Like he, he's, he's good. And I don't want to take anything away from his talent level, but it's just the, the level that the media wants to embrace that type of characteristic. It annoys me. So it's just like, I don't want either one of them to win, honestly. I also think the last three times they played, Cincinnati found a way to win. In the second half. They found a way to win. They found a way to win. Now, I think there might be a little bit of exploitation that's going to happen with that line. I think they got away with that line in the snub. I think they got away with it because right. I think that was the highlight, was that that offensive line had had two or three major injuries to where there was like a rookie starting in the game in the snow, you know, for something that matters. And it, it happened to work that time. But I think Kansas City is going to try to exploit it. But at the same time, I know Kansas City defense is not one of them defenses. It's not. It's just not. Right. It's just no, not. It's not. And I'm not taking nothing away from the men that play the game and nothing like that. And I ain't trying to say I'm somebody I know. Their front four is very formidable. Exactly. Back half, the back half uh-huh. of that, that defense is exploitable than a motherfucker. It's exploitable <laughs> than a motherfucker. It's exploitable than a motherfucker. So if you get the passes off, yep. you can exploit them. So that's another toss up i think the dopest thing about what we have right now is the parity that they've been asking about for generations is you know multiple teams that have the ability to be championship level teams depending on how it works out so this is really going to come down to coaching it's really going to come down to who can execute and who can put a plan together that works i hope that everything that i've said earlier speaks to what I really was looking at when I was looking at numbers and, and watched some of the games. And You see some people are getting their plans over and some people can't stop your plan. And so it's just like, which plan is going to be stopped? Okay. All right. And you know what? I feel better about this game mildly because I'm not even concentrating on the X's and O's or the stat lines or anything like that. Just pure emotion, you know? So mm-hmm. I feel better about this. I don't want Mahomes to win. I, I I went with Joe I don't until want he Joe lost. To win either. So I'm going I don't with Joe, want Joe again. To win either, because if Joe wins, then the I next game, that next Monday yeah. morning, it's going to be Joe is better than Patrick yeah. Mahomes, and he is not. He is not. <laughs> he is not. But everything comes down to who won, and quarterback. Who won? You know, wins are quarterback stat now. So if you won, then the quarterback that was part of the team that won is automatically better than the other quarterback. We talked about it earlier offline, Drew G. It's like they're playing defense and offense against one another on a basketball court or something. It's not like that. This is not Michael Jordan and Dominique Wilkins. It's not it's his game plan and his defense and offense and it, it, it's different. So I I I'm gonna enjoy watching for sure. For sure. I'm gonna enjoy watching. For sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, look, guys, thank you for answering the questions tonight. It's been great. Can't wait to see what happens and then talk about it next Tuesday. All right? For Logic, for Sincere, Joey G, this has been Logic Over Everything. It's over, and it's been everything. Thank you for joining us. Listeners, listeners, content is coming. We've had some gaps, some different things that have happened. We are all men and women on this particular cast and life happens to all of us. I know I've said that before, but I know you've said that before when you didn't want to go to work that day. And Life happens. We all know these things are happening, but we're trying to get this content to y'all to let y'all know our opinions, 
I think when y'all listen to this cast, y'all gonna understand why y'all should keep rocking with us, man. Because we be we be talking that shit, but it's not just stupid emotional shit. It's not just fanboy shit. It it it's real football fans talking about football. So just stick with us. Next week's gonna be even better because I believe we have a slate of games that's just gonna be amazing to discuss. So just thank you so much for continuing to listen and you made it here so we can make it through. Never forget that. You made it here so we can make it through. And I mean that personally, I mean that financially, I mean that emotionally, I mean that spiritually. You made it here so we can make it through. Thank you. We are.